All right, guys, thanks so much for that. Let's move on to one of the most interesting stories of the latter half of 2023 and what may be one of the most interesting stories of 2024. We're, of course, talking about the proposed merger, annulment, divorce, whatever you want to call it, between Omni and Omni Logistics and Forward Air. Matt Leffler is here to join us to talk about some of the latest developments that are going on in this case. Matt, what, has this thing hit worst case scenario at this particular point? Because at the moment we have Omni accusing uh, Ford and CEO Tom Schmidt of wrongfully withholding requested documents and even allegedly destroying some. This is a fascinating case, Bill, and thank you for letting me be a part of the show today. Um, when we're talking about Omni and we're talking about Ford Air, this is the worst case scenario for a big merger. When you start having litigation around whether you should do it or not do it. It's still in Delaware. We're waiting for later this week. We're going to find or later this month we'll have the actual hearing on the motion and we'll ultimately have a, a word of this will be done or not. And Matt, it seems like there has been a lot of just shifts here and throughout this story. We've seen that, OK, it's happening. Okay, there's a pause. Okay, that was an extension. Okay, there, there's a block. What's going to be the latest that we see going on right now that we could say is the theme of the current situation? These documents that were allegedly not produced or potentially destroyed is undermining the very core of what Ford Air is arguing, which is we believe there was a material breach by Omni. If Omni can show that this actually was not a material breach, that there were conversations at the board saying, how can we get out of this? What are the different ways we can try to alleviate this pressure of having to do this deal? This is going to ultimately challenge the credibility of Ford Air of this being a material breach. For Omni, status quo. We want the deal done as contemplated. Everything is done co correctly. We have fulfilled our, our obligations. Now it's up to Ford Air to close this deal. So we are still in the same battle of, is there a material breach or is there specific performance? And I fundamentally believe specific performance is right around the corner. So Matt, I don't want to necessarily uh, make any uh, accusations here at this particular point, but when this deal was initially announced, or at least it was going to happen, it looks like everybody was on board. And then, of course, you had a little bit, you had a small amount of shareholders said, no, wait, we don't want to do this. You had a, a larger investor say, we don't want to do this. All of a sudden, this gets kicked into turmoil, gets kicked into a Tennessee court, so on and so forth. And now we have essentially, and again, allegedly, uh, uh, documents being destroyed as if this is absolutely, should never have happened in the first place at all. It sounds as though that we're having a situation where, uh, you know, it wouldn't be such a bad idea if we fulfilled this merger. It looks like Ford Air is doing something that is completely, I mean, they really absolutely positively are doing everything humanly possible to get out of a deal that they wanted to be into in the first place. How do you read that psychologically? They wanted the deal until they didn't. They thought they could push it through rapidly without having vote by the shareholders of Forward Air. They thought it was going to be received well with the market. The market took it and said, not looking so great, not super excited about this. These contemporaneous notes that were taken by the president of Forward Air like, about this merger, what they were contemplating, this idea of litigation holes where you don't destroy evidence. So you, if you destroy evidence, we call it spoliation. And if you spoliate evidence, it can be very, very detrimental to you. So at the end of the day, when they realized that the market did not want this merger to happen, the Forward Air leaders realized, hey, if we do this, we're all out of a job. 
we're all losing our jobs. And so they're doing whatever they can to preserve their, their opportunities to stay with the company they're with and not end up losing their jobs when the shareholders end up revolting at this big deal. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen is exactly spelled out within the merger agreement that was done back in August. Just because the market has changed or your understanding of the valuation that's created is different does not change the terms of the deal. And so Ford Air is doing everything they can to throw wrenches in the machine and say, stop it, stop it, stop it. Delay can be useful to them. But at the end of the day, this is the path they must go. There's very few options to get out of this thing. So as you look at the situation, just to follow up on that, again, looking at the change of heart that Forward Air has had in terms of trying to get this deal done initially and then obviously not get this deal done, are we simply talking about money? I think there's a combination of money, but also the combination of the jobs. I mean, Omni's going to come in here and they're going to have a massive voting block. Those shares will be probably converted to voting securities that will have that massive dividend. Uh, there's not going to be a better deal for Omni on the table in the next few months. There's, this is not going to happen. For Ford right. Air, the market has changed and they're trying to make adjustments, but they're not going to find the value that they're seeking. They're not going to be able to escape this thing. The, the deal that they saw is not the same deal, but it doesn't make a difference. They've made the document, they've signed the agreement, and it's going to follow down that path in the Delaware Chancery Court. And speaking of that path, Matt, can you give us a timeline of what to expect in the coming months here? Oh, my goodness. This is going to be <laughs> absolutely riveting stuff. Um, in the middle of this month, in, in middle of January, late, late January, there will be the actual hearing, the hearing of where we're going to have specific performance or whether we're going to have a material breach. That'll that'll follow the path naturally, and that will progress to what we hopefully will see a ruling by the court. I would expect in the next month or two to see a lot more acceleration around this deal. But ultimately, Q1 or Q2, I think the deal gets done. I don't think they can pull out of it. The idea that the market has changed and the values have, have differed differed from what they originally were anticipated. That's not what the deal was predicated upon. The deal was predicated upon a combination of these two entities, regardless of the market conditions, and that is what's going to play out. And what we're watching as audience members or people in the supply chain are legal and business textbooks being written in real time. This case will be in many cases, many books uh, when it's all said and done, because at this is a very, very interesting case that shows all of the nooks and crannies of the M&A process in supply chain and just generally in, in, in mergers and acquisitions. Looking at your crystal ball a little bit here, if worst case scenario happens for forward air in terms of losing arguments, in terms of losing what it is moving forward, how, how in danger are they in terms of what, how they come out of this on the other end? In other words, is there going to be a forward? I mean, they're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a day right now just to keep this thing going. Forwarder is one of the largest less than truckload providers in the country. This is a very strong business with a great mindset of where they want to grow. This litigation is a massive distraction for them. Remember, they approached for, uh, Omni and said, we want to buy you. This is a great deal. And now they've kind of reverted and said, well, we don't want to do this necessarily. There's no risk from my perspective that Forder runs out of money or goes out of business. That's not going to happen. What will happen is they will continue to run the business as usual, fighting tooth and nail to, to not have this merger take place. But when the order comes down from the Delaware Chancery Court, whether it's good or bad, they're going to have to comply. There is no button to hit reverse. Like you, you're, This is the path that you're on. There's no saves. You can go to reset. So at the end, uh, as I look at this, the pathway is going to be a major merger in 2024 that a lot of people didn't think was going to happen. And now they realize it will happen. We just saw today, for example, like Twitter, the valuation has been so destroyed since Elon Musk bought the company. But it doesn't mean the company doesn't get bought like 
That still happens because that's how the language of the contract was written. So this is the path we're going to continue to follow, and it's going to be riveting. And Matt, in an unlikely scenario where this doesn't happen, what would need to go down in order for this deal to not happen? We really have to prove that Omni materially breached the contract. Materiality is this very esoteric legal topic, but essentially is I wouldn't have done the deal if you had told me this to begin with. Think of it this way. If you're going to buy a house and in the closing documents, it says the shutters are blue and you get there and they're black. Is that a material breach? Probably not. But if you get there and you say, this is supposed to be a three bedroom, two bath, and it's actually just a chicken coop with no certificate of occupancy, that's a material breach. So it's all about materiality. And the only thing that Ford Air has hung their hat on is that Omni didn't produce documents as quickly as they could. If Forward Air is somehow able to pull out a provable thing of material breach, then this thing unwinds. The debt uh, obligations that Omni was going to be giving over to Ford remain with Omni, and Ford is able to run its business the way it wants to without having this new group of shareholders stepping in. But that is a very unlikely scenario, though it could certainly happen if we learn more during this hearing coming up in the next couple of weeks. All right, Matt, so let me put you on the hot seat. And again, not as though you're giving legal advice here, but if you were a lawyer for Forward Air, what would you be telling your client? Why are you doing this? You Mm -hmm. know what the outcome is going to be. We know how this game plays out. You can delay as long as you can, but this is going to happen. Just stop it. Just stop it. Just do the deal. Move on. Do your job. And if you lose your job because the deal wasn't so great, I'm sorry. It's tough. It's tough to make decisions when you're a leader of a big publicly traded company. But if you enter this agreement, you are destroying shareholder value. The longer this thing lasts, there's no upside to protracted litigation between two companies that, in my opinion, are going to be combined. And Matt, thanks so much for joining us and shedding some more light on this. Definitely going to be an exciting time. Two questions for you before you leave. Where can people find you? And what's been on your PlayStation this holiday season? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, we have had so much fun. My oldest son has been playing Fallout 4 and I am enjoying him as he as he goes through the the legacy of this amazing game. And you know what? I you can find me on Twitter, armchair Addy A-T-T-Y. Uh, you find me on LinkedIn or TikTok or whatever. But thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to join Freight Waves. All right, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to have you on as well. We will take a short break. We will come back with lots more content, including our roundtable coming up in just a few short minutes. 